You're tuned in to season five of the Britney Smith podcast. This show is dedicated to the ladies who are pushing purpose, destiny, and dreams while wearing multiple hats. It's for the bosses, mamas, sisters, and friends who find themselves in the need of a place to just breathe. We're going to talk about all things business, family life, faith, and everything in between. I am Brittany N. Smith, your favorite branding bestie. Brand design and brand strategy are my jam. And in this season, it's just me and you. We're focusing on developing the woman behind the brand. Ah, I'm so glad you're here. Get your Brittany Smith podcast notebook and come on, let's get into it. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Brittany Smith Podcast. I am your host, Brittany N. Smith, and I'm so glad you're here with me today. Girlfriend, it is the summertime. This is episode number 98. Let me just put that out there. This is episode number 98, and we are two episodes away from our centennial episode, episode 100 of the Britney Smith Podcast. And so if you're listening to this um, during its air week, it is currently June 27th, 2023. If you're listening to this right now, um, in a couple of days, we are going to be having the Centennial Soiree. It is our centennial celebration for our 100th episode. So if you are in the Tri-State area, I want you to come and be a part of our live studio audience and you can participate in our VIP experience. It's going to be amazing. Um, And if you're not going to be here in person, you can certainly stream it live at 7 p.m. next Friday, July 7th. It's going to be phenomenal. I have some incredible guests um, and it's just going to be fabulous. It's going to be like our own talk show, right? And so you definitely want to check that out. If you're interested, make sure you check the show notes to get the link to register. You can even be a sponsor, whether you're in the area or not. The link for that is in the show notes as well. I would love, love, love to have you. All right. So Let's get into what we want to talk about today. Um, One of the things that I come across as an issue with a lot of my clients is attracting the right people. You start your business, your friends and family may support you in the beginning, um, but let's be honest, many of our friends and family members are not our ideal client. They're not who we are setting out to work with. And if you are a coach, if you are a consultant, Um, A lot of times you go into the area that you go into because you are seeking to serve those who have who are where you have been. Um, I find it a lot that I will be serving. I'll come into contact with clients who are really just former versions of myself. Right. They are who I used to be or they are where I used to be, um, which gives me the confidence to be able to serve them. Right. But if you are newer in your business, you can run into the issue of attracting the wrong kind of people. Um, And when I say wrong kind of people, right? Like you're like, well, I'm in business. If they have money, they're the right kind. Not necessarily. If you are in business and you want to be in business for yourself as an entrepreneur um, and you want it to be sustainable, you want to serve clients that um, will engage with you in a way that is fulfilling to you and makes you remember why you did this, why you went into business. Um, I have had plenty, plenty, plenty of clients who were not the right fit, but they had the right check. And so I worked with them. Um, but it was just, it was frustrating. It was stressful. It was just not a good feeling situation. 
So I want to give you a couple of tips today on how you can be sure to attract the right kind of clients so that you can stay in love with your business, right? Like you can fall in love with your business and then, um, you know, it gets draining, it gets tired, it gets tiring, it gets mundane. Um, and then if you serve the wrong kind of people, it will really drain you and make you want to quit. Um, and so I want to talk to you today about how to package your business right and attract the right clients. Y'all know I love me a good acronym. Um, and so our acronym for the day is R-I-G-H-T in attracting the right clients or customers. So the first thing that I want us to think about is um, reflection. That is the R, reflection. What does your brand reflect or who does your brand reflect? When you, if your brand were a mirror, what would be staring back at you? Or if it were a poster, I guess, what would you see if you were looking at your brand? What values do your brand hold or does your brand hold? What feelings are evoked when people see your imagery and they see your colors and they see your logo? Um, Reflection yields connection. Do your images, do your colors resonate with the people that you're trying to reach? I teach this all the time that if you are trying to reach I don't know, really feminine women, right? Like, you know, the girly girls. If you're trying to reach the girly girls, your colors probably won't be navy blue and black and dark, you know, heavy, heavy solids of purples and reds, right? You may use a more airy, fluffy pinks and lighter purples and pastels or something like that. That's what I mean when I say, um, does your branding evoke connection with your people. What is attractive to the people that you're trying to reach? Like I mentioned before, I know specifically with service-based entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, authors, speakers, you are usually speaking to, largely speaking to people who have who are where you have been, right? People who are similar to you in some sort of way. You're serving a former version of yourself. So chances are not saying that this is this is the rule of rules, but chances are if, if it attracts you, it will attract people like you. Um, and so you need to be, be clear about what your brand is reflecting, all right? The other thing is the language that you use when you are speaking to your clients, when you're posting on social media, when you're sending out emails, what language do you use? Um, I use this example all the time that if I am a wellness coach and I specialize in weight loss, right? Um, if I want to speak to the woman who's trying to lose her baby weight after giving birth or having a child, um, I want to use terms that she uses to describe her dilemma, right? So for me, I say baby weight, I say baby fat. Um, And so if I were speaking to me, I would say, how long are you going to hold on to that baby fat? How long are you going to hold on to that excess baby weight? How hard have you been trying or how hard has it been to get rid of that baby weight that you've been holding on to for two years? Like I would speak directly to the issue and use language that the person would use to describe their problem. That helps them to self-identify and say, oh, she's talking to me because I have stubborn baby fat that I need to get rid of, right? So the language that you use, it helps to make a connection um, with your target audience in a way that they understand and, and comprehend, right? Um, you don't want to advertise a clothing line and, and use terms like drip 
or, um, you know, swag necessarily. And you're talking to a, a, you know, a woman who's 50 plus, right? Like you may want to say trendy (laughs) or hip or popular or, or chic or something like that. The language that you use has to be the same language that your ideal client uses on a regular basis. Um, all right. And so if you're, you're selling a dessert, last example on this, if you're selling a dessert, let's say, um, you don't want to use decadent if you are trying to reach children, right? Like if it's an ice cream brand and you have a a children's product, you're not going to say decadent you're going to say yummy, sweet, cool, tasty, right? Things that they can understand. All right. Number two is I, it's image. So we want to think about the reflection of our brand, right? And then we want to think about the image of our brand. And when I say image, this is the fun part. This is what people think about when they think branding, they think their colors, they think your fonts, they think your um, color palette, they think your logo, they think your aesthetic, right? Image. This is the part that people want to jump into when they say, I'm starting a business and I need to do my branding. Let me pick out some colors, right? Well, it pays to be clear on what you're looking to or who you're looking to appeal to when you're building your brand aesthetic. You want to consider that when choosing your colors. Like I just said, Um, you want to think of the right bait. You want to give it as much thought as you possibly can before choosing one or choosing these things because you don't want to change your brand image um, frequently. Now, I am here for a great brand refresh, right? I'm here for it. I love a good refresh. Um, I love a good update, but you don't want to be changing your branding colors every month or every quarter, right? Um, You can test drive different styles with your audience online. Like, hey guys, which one of these color palettes appeals to you? Which one of these things, whatever. Like you can do that. You can do some market research, um, but your people have to love it too. It's not enough to say, well, I love it and it's great. And it's not who it's not attracting who you want to attract, right? So you want to make sure that it resonates with your people. Don't design with just you in mind. Um, and so the other thing I want you to think about as you are establishing your brand image is if you can consult with a professional. This is not a shameless plug for me, but it kind of is. I am gifted in sitting down with a client and pulling their ideas out of their mind and then translating that into a brand identity, right? You tell me what's on your heart. You tell me who you're looking to serve. You tell me what kind of products and services you offer. You tell me where you want to show up. And then I do a little homework, right? And I will figure out what the best look and feel for you for the best level of success, right? So you want to consult with a professional. But if you don't, if you decide to DIY, I'm not knocking you because that's how I started. If you decide to DIY, you can certainly use things like Canva, which has plenty of tools. Like if you find an image on Google that you love the color palette of it, you can pull that that image into Canva and it'll spit out the the colors that are from that thing. Um, You can use that. You can go on Fiverr.com and find someone to, I was going to say cheaply, find someone to um, do this part of the branding process for you um, at an inexpensive cost. And of course, you can invest in Brittany Ann Smith. I know I can help you. This is what I do. This is what I live for. Um, But putting together, I say all that to say, putting together your brand colors and just throwing some colors up there is not the move. Not in 2023, not when the, the competition out there is already steep. You want to put your best feet forward, not just your one foot, 
you want to put your best feet forward um, when you are building your brand and establishing an aesthetic for yourself because it's your reputation. It's your reputation. All right. That's number two image. Number three is goals. What goals do you want to accomplish with your packaging? I know for me, I want my packaging to make people say, oh my gosh, like that is so nice. I want that for my business. As a brand strategist, as a branding expert, I cannot pull up with janky branding. Okay. My flyers need to pop even the most simple things like, cause, cause if you're, if you're looking for me, right. If you're looking to see if I'm the right one for you and you check out my stuff, if my stuff is, is rat-a-tat-tatty, right. Um, you're not going to have confidence that I can accurately and excellently represent your brand. So you want to make sure that everything that you do in your branding and your packaging serves a purpose, right? So for example, when you go to my website, BrittanySmithCreative.com, there's a beautiful flowing sheet or something. Like there's like a flowing video image in the background with my logo and it comes up and it's like, ah, branding. I want you to feel calmed. I want you to feel um, captured by like, this is pretty. Like, this is nice. Like, that's what I want you to feel luxury. Like, this is this is top notch. That's what I want your experience to be um, when you come to my website. Everything serves a purpose. Everything serves a purpose. Your logo serves a purpose. It is to let people know that you are there, right? So you want to make sure that all of those aspects of your brand you give thought to. So for example, if you have a product for busy moms, right? You want to make sure that you package it in a way that she can easily assess it, access it and take advantage of it, right? So for example, um, if your product is for busy moms, and let's say it's a service, let's say it's a course for busy moms, how to be more organized so you don't lose your mind for busy moms. She's not going to be able to sit and read a book about it. Don't tell me that you have a 90-page manual on how to use my time better. Because no, okay? Because no. But if you tell me you have an audio course that I can listen to while I'm driving to work, I can listen to while I'm doing laundry, I can listen to while I'm sitting on the beach, because even though I'm a busy mom, I'm still productive and I still look into um, you know, developing myself, I can certainly listen to something more than I can read something. So that's what I mean. Like You have to be purposeful with the way that you package your materials, package your services, package your products, so that your ideal client, the one that you are trying to reach, can easily access it. All right. Um, If your brand is educational, consider including links to other resources. Right. Because a lot of education brands, they don't just say our stuff is it and you can only learn from us. They make sure to be a resource to their clients. Um, I may not seek only as a brand strategist, I may not seek only to create a logo for you, but I want you to know why we designed it the way that we designed it. So when we create logos, when we create websites, when we create branding for our clients, it is a process. It is a journey. It is a a relationship that is built. It is an experience because I'm literally tapping into your heart, like the dreams that you have, the goals, the vision that you have for your life. I'm tapping into all of that so that it can be translated into your branding so that the clients that you want to reach can feel your heart. I feel your heart beat like the beat of a drum. Like that's what you want. You want your your branding to, to, to draw your people in like a heartbeat. 
All right. Um, and so we want to make sure that you know the goals of your branding. Why did you choose the platform that you chose? Why do you do you use the imagery that you use? Where do you decide to show up with your, your business and with your brand? All of these things matter. What goals? How many followers do you want to reach? How many sales do you want to make each month? How many women do you want to impact? These are goals that you need to think about um, because your packaging directly affects these things. All right. Next is H, right? So R was reflection. I was image. G was goals. H is hub. Where is your brand's home base? Let me calm down. This is important because... These 2023 marketing streets will have you thinking that you need to show up strong and full in every platform, everywhere that you are or everywhere that you feel you need to be. Not so, beloved. Um, You want to be where your people are. I want to be where the people are, right? You want to (laughs) be where the right people are. So for example, um, and I use these examples all the time, that if your audience is made up of professionals and they are between the ages of 45 and up. I know that's not even a between. If they're 45 and up and they are professionals, they are corporate professionals, you want to show up strong on LinkedIn. If that is who your ideal client is and that's who you want to serve, you want to show up on LinkedIn. You maybe want to have a podcast, right? So you want to think about these things. You want to think about these things. Um, If your ideal client is 18 and under TikTok, right? Um, if you want to reach women between the ages of 21 and 40, Pinterest, Instagram, you want to show up strong in the area that your people are hanging out. Right now, I'm showing up on Facebook because one, I'm most comfortable on Facebook. And so I know how to use Facebook for my business, but I'm I'm seriously considering shifting to Instagram and TikTok because my business is an aesthetic business. People need to see the work that I do, right? So I want to make sure that um, I'm showing up in a way that's going to get me the most bang for my buck. And by buck, I mean time, not even dollars, but the most bang for my time, right? So I'm thinking of ways to repurpose content. I'm thinking of ways to chop up you know, content, long-form content that I've created so that I can put it in these different places. It's important. Where is your hub? Will where will you most be able to reach your people? If you want to have a brick and mortar store, you can't choose somewhere that's dark, old, and rough looking. We like pretty things, right? Like your storefront, your presentation has to be beautiful. I don't, I've, I don't think I've ever met a woman that says, "Oh, it's too nice in here. I need something a little more grungy, a little, a little more rugged." Right? Like, no. Even when we are nature girls. We love the beauty of nature. Does that make sense? Like you have to make sure that you are, um, you are, your hub is established where your people can one, find it, but two, it's established in such a way that they are drawn to it, that they're attracted to it. It's a place where they want to be. Um, And not having the right hub can literally be the difference between a sale or no sale. Um, have you ever been driving and you put an address in the GPS and then you get your GPS says arrived and you're like, mm, I don't think this is right. Mm, this doesn't look like a place I'm supposed to be. 
That is what will happen with your clients if they pull up to your space, whether it's online or in person, and the aesthetic is not right. If it doesn't sit right with them, they're already turned off. I'm already turned off when I walk into a store and everything is everywhere. I'm like, oh, this is not the place for me. Oh, what's that over there? Right? Like that's, that's how like you want to make sure that your hub is positioned and it is set up in a way that it makes sense to your people. And then T is tangible. Your brand ought to be tangible to your target audience. Um, People do business with brands like that they know, like, and trust, right? Like that is a, a very old principle, but it's very true. It's very true. Now, there is some level of, I need that item. I'm going to purchase it and test it out. But if you are in the coaching, consulting, speaking, authoring space, and you have higher ticket items, programs, resources, things like that, um, people are not going to just purchase your $800 course because like, oh, I need that. Okay, let me buy it. Like, no, if you are trying to build a sustainable business, you want to be able to have items and products and services that are higher end and that, again, appeal to the right people so that you can continue to fill or sell those things. Um, And if your brand is not tangible, if your presentation is not, it's not authentic, um, it is going to be a detriment to your business. Um, We literally now live in a society where you can be in your client's face every day on multiple platforms, multiple touches a day. Um, And so in order for me as a client to invite you into my space that way, for me to have you on Instagram, have you on Facebook, be on your mailing list um, and be in the different areas that you are and stay there, that means there's something that you're doing, something that you're putting down that I'm picking up that I I like. I don't mind being around it. Um, I know you have something for me. I'm waiting to buy. Um, And so you want to make sure that your brand is tangible. Um, You want to make sure... um, you know, that you think about your brand and how it can become tangible to the people in your tribe. You, how can, how can I be in your life more? So let me give you an example, right? Um, because I am more clear today on who I serve, the type of client, the type of entrepreneur that I serve, I'm finding and thinking about different ways that I can serve her, right? She's an entrepreneur, a service-based entrepreneur. She is a coach, a consultant, a content creator, an author or a speaker, right? Like she creates content based off of her own experience, her own expertise. Um, And either she coaches people or she creates resources for people based on what she has done in her life, right? That is who my ideal client is. And she's looking for ways to one, brand her business and two, show up in a way that makes people say, wow, I need to work with her. Right. So these are the goals of my clients. And so I'm thinking of, okay, how else can I serve her? That's why this season of the podcast is between me and you. You are her. You are her. You are a woman that has vision. You are a woman who understands that there, there's more to life. And, and and when I say this next this next line, I'm not minimizing these other things that we do or these other things that we are. But we are a person. We have our own dreams. We have our own vision. So there's more to my life than being a mom, than just being a mom. There's more to my life than just being a wife. There's more to my life than just being an elder at my local church. There's more to my life than just fill in the blank, right? And so my clients are in the space where they're like, yo, 
I'm doing all the things for all the people. I want to establish something for me. I want to make sure that my business is popping. Like I want to make sure that my business is authentic to me. I want to make sure that I'm able to be fulfilled by serving the right people in my business. Like I want to do the things that are in my heart, right? Those are my people. And so, um, one, I serve you through, um, these podcast episodes, right? We are talking, we're com- conversing. Um, I'm pouring into you, right? We, we kind of transition from, from business to life stuff. We kind of go back and forth because it's a conversation that oftentimes we don't have in our lives. Right. So that's why this season of the podcast is literally between me and you. Like we need to talk about these things. I need you to feel seen. Like, that's why I can go off on these tangents about how, like, the kids are doing crazy things, but I'm still working on my business because I know you get it. Or I'm still working on my business and my family. I'm a caregiver for for my grandfather, whatever. Like, we are whole individuals. And so if you are my ideal client, I'm thinking of ways to get into your life in more ways than one, not just so I can make money, but so that you can be supported in other areas of your life. So we talk about faith. I'm a believer in Jesus Christ, right? So I'm going to, I may pray on an episode because you might be in a place right now where you need prayer, right? Um, And so I say that to say, you want to come up with things that make your brand tangible to your people. So I have an ebook that's getting ready to come out about how to unleash your personal brand in 10 days. I have a private podcast that's getting ready to kick off called a D- The Daily Pep Talk, where you can hear from me every single day in the morning while you're getting dressed for work um, and get a five to seven minute punch, punch in your motivation, right? It's gonna be to literally kick you into gear every single day for a whole year, 365 days, well, the weekdays anyway. Um, and it's a private podcast that you're, you're going to subscribe to so that I can be with you every single day. Because listen, sometimes we need that. All right. Um, I have a summer brand photo shoot experience for those of you who are like, I need to plan a photo shoot, but I just don't have the time, the space, the energy, whatever. Like it is to help you, um, really take the guesswork out of, putting a photo shoot together. So I'm creating a whole day for for women to come and get their pictures done in a professional way. So I'm coming up with different ways to serve my audience to make my brand more tangible in your life. All right. So that is what I mean by tangible. You want to be able to show up in the lives of your people in multiple ways, not in a way that feels intrusive or weird or stalkerish, but in a way that feels natural and a way that allows your people to feel supported. All right. So we talked about um, the reflection of your brand. We talked about the image of your brand, the goals of your brand, the hub of your brand, and making your brand tangible. These are five key things, key areas that you need to really give some thought to if you want to attract the right kind of people. It is imperative. You have to be intentional about these things, especially in 2023. You are the brand. If you're listening to this right now, if you're watching this right now, you are the brand. People work with you because of you, not because of the service you offer, not because because there's a thousand coaches, there's a thousand speakers, there's a thousand authors that all speak about the same thing as you. People are working with you because of you. So it's important that you tap into who you are authentically. And it's important that you speak directly to the heart of your people. If you are my people, which I believe you are, if you're listening to this right now, there's something in your heart that you want to do, but you don't know where to start. There's something in your heart that you want to do, but you you haven't found your flow. You're, you're kind of stuck in certain areas. You need clarity in certain areas. You need some creativity in certain areas. You are my people. 
there's so much more to you than what you've presented thus far in your life. And I'm gifted at pulling that thing out. That's why I know that you're a multi-hatted woman. I'm going to coin that phrase, but you wear many hats. And so the problem is sometimes we get lost in the different hats, the different roles that we have, the different responsibilities that we have. And so then when it comes time to brand our business and show up online, we're like, I'm not really sure. Am I showing up for moms or am I showing up? Listen, be yourself. And then it's easier to bounce ideas off of someone that can hear your heart and put the pieces together for you so that you can go forward and not being fearful that you're going to shut someone out or turn someone off or offend someone. Listen, if they're offended by something that you said and you had no intention of offending, chances are the issues with them and how they received it, right? It's not because you set out to hurt people. Um, So tangent, I feel a tangent coming on. I'm going to pull it in right there. Um, So yeah, you want to make sure that you're you're attracting the right R-I-G-H-T clients and customers into your business. I hope this was helpful. All right. If you are in the tri-state area and it is before July 7, 2023, and you're listening to this, I want you to visit bit.ly slash BS podcast 100 in all caps to get your tickets for the Centennial Soiree. We are swel- celebrating celebrating 100 episodes on the Britney Smith podcast. Oh my gosh, cannot believe it. And I want you to be a part of my live studio audience. Make sure you check that out. If you want to be a sponsor, you can visit bit.ly slash BS podcast sponsor in all caps. I would be so grateful for your support in this. Um, And nevertheless, you can watch this event live on Friday, July 7th. It's going to be phenomenal. It is a precursor to something bigger that's coming, which you'll hear more about. I want you to be in the place or at least set on your calendar so that you can watch online. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening today to the Brittany Smith podcast. I will see you next week for another episode. Bye. Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to leave a comment and then share this episode with another girlfriend who needs to hear today's show. I want to know what your takeaways were and what topics you want to hear about next. Shoot me an email at BritneySmithPodcast at gmail.com. Want to hang out with me every day? Head on over to Facebook and like my page, Brittany and Smith, and follow me on Instagram at Brittany and Smith. Don't forget to check out those show notes for all of today's important links. And we'll see you next time on the Brittany Smith Podcast.